Hey, welcome back to the How-To Podcast series. You can find all our information over at howtopodcast.ca. How are you? Are you good? We are past the 100 mark in our podcasting journey. There's a lot of back episodes. If you're interested, head back into the, the list of episodes as you scroll through your phone. There's a lot to scroll there. Uh, pick out a topic that interests you and check out our back catalog. We'd love for you to check that out. Episode 76 is probably the highest episode ever for listenership. Over 14,000 people have downloaded, listened to that episode, which is amazing to me. Anyways, it's all about dealing with haters. So whether you're a podcaster or not, and you have some haters in your life, maybe this will help you. I really appreciate it if you check it out. If you follow along with us here on the How to Podcast series by hitting that little follow, subscribe, whatever it shows on your phone as you're looking at it in your hand right now, then you'll get every episode as they come out. These are free, by the way. You're not being charged for any of these. And you'll notice there's no commercials in my podcast. Why? Because they're annoying. Full stop. I'm done. There you go. They're annoying. And if I'm going to give you five minutes of commercials, I'm robbing you. I think, of your time. So for now, um, for the foreseeable future, no commercials. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, I want to talk today a little bit about your editing. So whether you're going to edit your own podcast, and I'm using Audacity right now, I'm recording into it, it's um, free. My microphone is plugged directly into my computer. I can see my, my waveform as I'm talking being built in front of me. And this is how I record all my episodes, straight into my computer. Never had a problem ever, ever with Audacity. It is the easiest thing for me as a music guy to make tracks and do recordings and stuff. So I want to give you an illustration today of maybe a good intro and maybe a not so good intro and also a good intro and a maybe not so great outro. So that you can compare them and you can at least, when you reach out to somebody to do your editing, you can give them an idea of what you want. Or if you need help, my hand is raised. I do this for people over at howtopodcast.ca. And I would love to help you do this, even to the point where I have one person, all they do is record, drop it into a Google Drive, and I take care of the rest. Because they don't have time nor interest in doing any of the things that we're talking about on this episode. That's you and you're too busy to do this, then reach out to me. But if you're curious, I want to give you a couple examples here on the show on maybe some things to think about when you're doing your edits in an audio platform like Audacity, which is the one I highly recommend for everyone to try. Okay, so here we go. Some good intros, good outros, and maybe some maybe you should avoid here on the How to Podcast series. Let's go. You ready? Let's go. Here we go. So if you haven't noticed already, I've already done two. Very beginning of the show, I had some little music ditty that came in. I just had, just now, a little break from where I set up today's episode to jumping into our content for today. Just a little bling. And that's just there to separate everything so you listening know, hey, we've moved on to a new part. So that's one little thing that you can do. And I want you to notice, and as we go through this, you'll catch on to this, that I have that noise on a different track. So it's on its own little piece of my software, allowing me to have a different track where I can then talk over it. And I don't have to wait for one thing to end 
before I start the next thing. They kind of blend together. And that's that nice fading in, fading out feature that you can do here on Audacity. Again, for free, you don't have to pay for some expensive, crazy, overly done platform that you won't need three quarters of the options that they provide. And you don't have to pay for it every month. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Free is actually a good alternative, despite the rumors. Audacity has been around forever. I love it. And I'm a big fan. And I don't make any money by telling you to use it because a, it's free. So there you go. There you go. Um, so I have no bias there and I'm making, not making any money on the back end by recommending this to you. Just keep that in mind. When you hear somebody else put this software platform down is probably because they have an affiliate link and they want to make some money in the back end. It's okay. That's their deal. Not mine. Anyways, so I want to show you and give you an illustration of maybe a, an intro where the music comes in. There's no talking. There's a heart stop and then the host begins talking. Okay. So that's kind of, that's a typical example of maybe one that could be better. And what I'm going to do is take the exact same recording and I'm going to blend in some music, fade it in, fade it out to give you an alternative to listen to the two. And you, with your ears, you decide what makes sense to you and what you like. Because at the end of the day, it's your podcast and you can do whatever you want. These are mild suggestions that may help you and give your audience a little bit more interaction and maybe a little more pleasing to the ear, depending on how you approach this. Again, you can do this yourself. I will show you. I will teach you how to use Audacity with screen shares, one-on-one -on -one help. I will help you with that. You can head over to the, to the website, everything in the show notes, or at least you have some understanding. So when you approach an editor, you can tell them what you want because it's easier to explain once you know what you want. Okay. So here's a sample of an intro. Again, I'm going to do a hard stop on the music. There'll be no talking over the music. And then the host is going to come in and welcome you to the show. Okay. So here's an example for you to check out. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Glad to have you here. We are going to talk today about my favorite movie and why you should watch it. Okay, so there you go. That was a music. It just stops pretty abrupt. And then the voice comes in and says hello. Now, again, if that's what you can do, great. That's but that's what people are going to hear, that abrupt stop. Bam. So let's compare that to a different version. Same thing, but try this with fading. Let's see what you think. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Glad to have you here. We are going to talk today about my favorite movie and why you should watch it. So there's a little bit of a difference then. So the first one was just music, no talking. And for a new listener coming to the show, they might be like, well, when does the talking part start? <laughs> So that's one reaction maybe your listener might have. But there's no abruptness. There's no just music and then words. The two tracks are put together. And I, what I did was I faded in. So the track went from zero to fading into the track. And then I had the whole track. I reduced the overall volume of the track as well. So that it wasn't louder than my voice track. And then as I got close to the end of my track, because I can see where I am on my screen, I grabbed the last portion of the track and I faded it out so that the music didn't just end abruptly. 
So that's one example of how you can just adjust and record your podcast so that if you do choose to use music, which you don't have to, but if you choose to, instead of having two separate tracks where one's playing and the other one's not, your voice is not going over your word or your music, at least you can do it this way and you can put them both together, fade them in, fade them out, and kind of make it feel like the beginning of your show. And once you do that, if you're really happy with your intro, once it's all done, here on Audacity, I just have a blank template where my intro, including my music, is pre-read, pre-done. It's all finished, and it's sitting there on the left-hand side of my screen. And on the far right, I have my outro pre-recorded, all done, finished, and a big gap in the middle where I would drop in my episode. And what I do is simply line up my vocals for my new episode so that they come in when I'm done my intro. And they're just near the end. I bring my outro in and fix it so it lines up with the end of my episode. And I just use the same template over and over and over. And it really works well. So that's an example of maybe of, of an intro for you to consider. Again, you can do whatever you want. There's no rules to this. Just a consideration on behalf of the listener to maybe what makes sense for them. Keep them in mind in everything you do. It comes to your content your recording, your editing, and whatever you're doing, make sure you you keep in mind your listener at the end of the day, because that's the most important person. Yes, it's your show. You can do whatever you want. But if what you're doing turns your audience away from you, it might not be the best choice. So consider that and make your decision the best way. Okay. So now what I want to do is just at the end of the episode here is you're going to hear me do my outro. Now, in my outro, what I like to do is I have it fade in close to the end of my show. And I can see I can line up my tracks on my screen so I know exactly when my episode ends so that I can time my outro music to finish when I'm done talking. So it's really kind of a cool thing that you can do. It sounds like to the listener that you were planning on getting to the end of the, your talk at the same time your music ends which is something that happens in radio. But, thank goodness, we're not radio. So we don't have to worry about hitting the wall, they say, or hitting your marks. We don't have to. We just move the marks to wherever we want. And it sounds great because we it sounds like we're really organized. And the one thing I want to keep in, you keep in mind when we talk music is that you want to make sure that you have the rights to share the music that you're using. A, another person that I know created a podcast, recorded multiple episodes, used music during the recording of the podcast. So it was baked into the conversation at the beginning and at the outro, meaning there was conversation between him and a guest during the recording process with music in the background. And everything was baked in to the recording, not on separate tracks. And when this person went to upload it to YouTube, YouTube flagged that person for not owning the rights to the music and wouldn't allow that person to upload their podcast episodes to YouTube. Completely not going to happen. So this person now has to somehow go back and fix the intros and outros of multiple episodes so they can upload it to YouTube. The problem is they've done it through video 
recording and audio recording, and they have to somehow remove the sounds and the music from behind the voices of the people talking during the intro and the outro, which is very hard to do because the music and the voices all blend together, meaning it might mean this person might have to A, create new intros and outros and cut up the content, losing some of their discussion at the beginning and the end, or try to remove the background music as best as possible. But YouTube is pretty, pretty skilled at identifying anything that you don't own as far as content, music specifically. So it's going to be really hard. So we're going to work together and see what we can do to fix it. But it sounds like we either have to re redo the intros, outros, or re-record all of the episodes, which means contacting all of the past guests and doing it again. And I don't know if that's a, if that's even possible. So pretty interesting dilemma to be in. And if you're not sure if you own the music to your, own the rights to your music, then that's a red flag right there. I like to support local musicians and have them record unique music for me to use. You'll hear that on the Upcycle Canada podcast. I own that track and all of the music in the track, it all belongs to me and I paid for it. And I hired a Canadian musician to do that for me. It's great. It's mine and I'll never ever have a problem with it in the future. And I can use it anywhere I want because I own it. It's mine. And no one else can use it because it's mine. And it's not available to buy. It's my music. So if that's you and you're not sure if you own the music, you probably don't. So a good way to check is play the music, download the Shazam app, put it on your phone, hold your phone up to wherever it's playing. And if a name of an artist shows up and the name of the song shows up during through the Shazam app, you're not going to get far with that music, especially if you don't own it. So keep that in mind. There's great tools to discover whether or not you're allowed to use it. And if you go with a paid music site, make sure you read the fine details, the small print, when you sign up to buy a song online that is, they say, is free to use wherever. An example would be if you bought a song and you're only allowed to use the song if you're paying for the service monthly where you bought the song from. Some services will tell you that you can use it as long as you pay your monthly fee, but anything after you stop paying, you're not allowed to use the song anymore. So keep that in mind. There's lots of little rules and regulations when you buy music online. Keep it in mind. Another alternative that I love for music, because we're kind of on this topic right now, is Canva. Canva has a built-in library of music. It will get flagged on YouTube as copyrighted material, but it's permitted copyright material. Keep it in mind, you're using something you got for free or you pay for your Canva account. That music in the future may, licensing could change, things could happen, and you might get a warning. So just keep that in mind. The best way to avoid all of this is find your buddy musician, a band that you know, go to your local music store, put up a notice on the on the board where 
bands are looking for their next bass player or guitar player, put up a note saying, I'm looking for someone to record music for me. I will pay you to record my intro and outro because you only need like a minute, maybe two minutes of music. That's it. You don't need lyrics. You don't need people singing. Don't need any of that. You just need some music. A lot of bands would love to get a paying gig recording music for podcasts. And if that's you and you're a musician, sit up, take notice, and go put out your information on all those podcasting group places that you will record music for. Podcasters, we're looking for you. We can't find you. So I'm going to give you an example now of my outro. And you're going to hear the music is going to start coming in in a second. And it's going to fade in. It's going to come from nowhere. All of a sudden, there's music there. And then when I get to the end of the podcast, as I do my goodbyes and my all my call to actions and my website and all that stuff at the end, listen to where the music stops and take note because all I'm doing on my screen is I can see again when I hit stop on my recording and I stop talking, I can see where my podcast ends and then all I have to do is line up on the tracks my music so that it ends in the exact right spot. And when I do my How to Podcast series, I don't know if you've noticed but my endings always end with a high uh, sound off the guitar, and that's a harmonic. So it's a little ting, and my music's all finishing. Ting, there's a little ting sound. I always line up that ting to be at the very end of what my voice is, comes out on my voice track. And that's just my little signature move and that I know that I've done my part and I've recorded my episode the way I like. So, again... We're going to run into the end of the podcast here. The intro, make sure you... I My suggestion is to not have hard stops between your music and your voice where you have two separate things going on. Blend them together. Fade it in. Fade it out. Put your voice over the music. Make sure you're louder in your voice track than your audio track for your music. Your music should never bury your voice. Shouldn't have to wrestle to hear what you're saying. Music should be there to complement, not overtake what you're doing as a spoken word in your podcast. And then in your outro, line it up so that your listeners know that the end of the episode's coming because, oh, here comes the music, and time it so that it sounds professional. That's something you can do through Audacity. And if you need help, I would love to help you with that over at howtopodcast.ca. I can either help you and show you how to use Audacity through a screen share give you some examples and help you practice. Or if you're not, you don't have time for that. Like some of my friends, just drop your file, your recording, this audio recording of you talking into a Google Drive and I'll take care of the rest. If that's interesting to you and that's something that you need, reach out to me, howtopodcast.ca and let's get you out there podcasting because none of this tech should stop you from starting your next podcast and I'm here to help you in any way possible. So here it is, the end of the show, and I really want you to listen for the little ting as I finish off. Thank you for listening to the How to Podcast series. I'll see you at howtopodcast.ca, and thank you for being part of our community, and thank you for listening to the show.